0: And welcome once again, everyone, to another edition of the Indiana Football Coaches Association's official podcast. I'm your host, Coach Dave Baumgartner, and my Hall of Fame coach, Coach Ted Huber. He's going to be with us in a little bit, too, and uh, it's going to be a special podcast because uh, Coach Huber come out of Ball State University, and guess what? We're going to continue our series Today, we're going to be talking to Coach Mike New from Ball State University. Coach New is the head coach at Ball State, and he's going to give us some insight on the Cardinal program and just what it takes to be a Ball State Cardinal. And he'll tell us all about uh, his journey to becoming a head coach uh, at Ball State and to give us some insight on uh, what makes his program work so well as he has produced some championship teams down there at Muncie. So we're looking forward to talking to Coach New, and I know you guys are going to enjoy it. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's going to be a good one. Big
1: Cat Promotions is a promotional and fundraising distributor of well over 100,000 products. Everything from megaphones to stadium cushions, player posters, we can give you a quote on any promotional or fundraising item you can think of. Koozies, mini footballs, helmet and locker stickers, Big Cat Promotions has got you covered. So the next time you need or are considering a promotional or a fundraising product, give me, the Big Cat, a call. And we will give you a quote from a number of vendors so you can shop and compare. Big Cat Promotions, 574-551-5916. That's 574-551-5916. Call today. Big Cat Promotions is a proud sponsor of the official podcast of the Indiana Football Coaches Association.
0: And welcome back, everyone, once again to another edition of the Indiana State uh, Football Coaches Association's official podcast. I am your host, Coach Dave Baumgartner, along with my co-host, Hall of Fame Coach Ted Huber. And we have a very special guest with us now. Uh, Coach Mike New is the head coach at Ball State University. So welcome, Coach. Uh, We appreciate you being here, and uh, let's talk a little football.
2: That sounds great to me. I really (laughs) really appreciate you having me. It's really great to be back here. I can't believe it's been three years, and what an unbelievable crowd. That's a good crowd. uh, Awesome.
0: I think I heard um, one of the guys say we have over, just went over 2,000 members are now in the uh, Indiana State football coaches, which is a new that's number, awesome. a record. Yeah, that's it really awesome. is.
2: That's positive. That's positive news. It's Absolutely. always great to hear positive <laughs> news. <laughs> All right, you Coach, really?
0: let's start out and talk just about your journey through, I mean, you know, you get to be a head coach, but there's a there's a journey behind all of it. Let's, let's hear your story.
2: You know, I'm just a, a normal guy that grew up on the south side of Indianapolis, went to Perry Meridian High School, youngest of eight kids, never in a million years did I think I would end up being a coach. Really? Uh, but I fell in love with the game of football. You know, my dad was a two-sport athlete at, at St. Edward's University in Austin and baseball and basketball. All my brothers were either basketball or baseball, and I, I kind of gravitated to football because mm-hmm. uh, I knew if he came to the game, he couldn't tell me why I threw a pick. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I knew that uh, he knew, he could tell me why I couldn't hit a curve, but he couldn't tell me why I threw a pick. But just loved the game of football and was very fortunate to be around some great coaches at an early age and and uh, you know Steve Perica Dave Enright, Bill Lynch, mm-hmm. oh, uh, guys yeah. that really invested a lot of time and and really helping me learn the game. But uh, you know when I was done with college, I, you know like everybody else, I wanted to play the game. I wanted right. to play in the NFL. I wanted sure. to play football. I, I didn't want to stop. Mm-hmm. And um, you know when they don't come calling. Uh, You know, I found my way uh, to the Arena League for a couple years as a backup quarterback. Never played any significant snaps. Uh, Never played significant snaps. But then I got into coaching in the Arena League, and and I coached for eight years. Uh, Oh, really? Two as an offensive coordinator and then six years as a head coach in the Arena League. And, you know, my last stop in the Arena League— Uh, Tom Benson owned uh, the arena team in New Orleans and obviously also owned the Saints, so our facility was right across the parking lot. Oh, wow, yeah. um, We had a, you know, he he really did a great job of putting resources and facilities in place and... Uh You know, we, we, our first year as an expansion team, we had the best record in the history of the league at 11-5, oh, wow. and, and, oh. and then we, we played for four years, and uh, he pulled the plug because the, the league was going in a different sure. direction, so I scouted for three years uh, with the Saints, and then I became the quarterback coach and was oh, wow. trying to grow, make my way up the ladder in the NFL as a mm-hmm. coordinator and eventually a head coach, and then... The athletic director at Ball State came calling, and I guess that's why I'm sitting here. Yeah, there you go. <laughs>
0: All right, coach. Just to clarify, so everyone knows, where where did you go to college? Well, where did you?
2: Yeah, I played uh, at Ball State. At Ball University, State, yeah, that's so, what I thought you did. Okay, uh, yeah, it's special to be back at your alma mater. Right, sure. Uh, coaching football, it's just it hits different, uh-huh. and uh, you, know, you take a lot of pride. Yeah. and I'm thankful to be back there.
0: So, really, I mean, as far as it goes to a lot of coaches, uh, they go through all the different college ranks and a number of different colleges. You didn't really have to go that route. You went a different route kind of there and ended up a head college coach. So, it was that's uncon- kind of different, yeah.
2: definitely unconventional because yeah. I think, depending on who you have a conversation with, some people look, when you say you coached in the Arena League, they kind of look sideways. Really? they are not sure how to take that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's not 11-man football. It's yeah. in a hockey rank and right, it's right, fast-paced, yeah. high-scoring, but... You're not real sure how that's perceived, right? right. You know what, what? What does that do for you when you're, you're, you're when you're talking about being a uh, somebody that's uh, you know a candidate to coach sure. the 11th game? So I, I was fortunate, you know, Sean Payton. Sure, um, I had a history with him. He mm-hmm. he was a the quarter the camp counselor at quarterback at the Bishop Dolan Camp when yeah. I was growing up. I had oh to wow! Know him then, and when he became the head coach, uh, there was a connection because. Uh, you know, his uh, he had a, he had a, somebody in his past that went to Ball State University, so mm-hmm. that's really kind of how that door opened up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And you probably did run into a guy by the name of Drew Brees down there, or not?
2: <laughs> I did. Well, I'm a so
0: boilermaker, so that's why I'm phenomenal asking.
2: human being. Quite a guy. Everybody yeah. that you know, it is true. All the stories you hear are true. He is a better human being than player, and oh, yeah. everybody knows how remarkable of a player he was. But yeah. just humble, hardworking, yeah. respectful. That's so uh, cool. Uh, and unbelievable practice habits. You yeah. know, every practice was like he was playing for the Super Bowl. That's how important every rep was to him.
0: Sure, sure. All right, coach. Let's talk a little bit about um, recruiting. I mean. Ball State, I mean, you guys got a reputation of recruiting Indiana kids. Now, I know you recruit nationwide. I get that. But let's just talk about your recruiting process and what you go through uh, when when you seek out a kid and kind of what you expect from – um, you know, the coaches as well as families and the players? Just give us a rundown on that, if you yeah,
2: will. Yeah, first and foremost, when it comes to recruiting, it's all about relationships to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm the youngest of eight kids, so I come from a big family. And everything at Ball <laughs> yeah. State is about family. And so building a relationship and getting the decision maker in the young man's life, whether it's a coach, whether it's a parent, uh grandparent whoever the decision maker is in their life you got to make sure they know he's going to be in good hands when you drop him off right that's what we take pride in Mm -hmm. we have a recruiting profile that we've established for every position this is what we're looking for at d-line o-line all the way across the board sure. and, and and listen part of my background being a scout for three years traveling the country looking for evaluating college players for the draft that's definitely paid off for me sure. when you talk about trying to find hidden gems guys that play other positions can you project a guy from a different position in high school right. to a different position in college and that's worked well for us taking mm-hmm. some receivers uh that were six foot receivers uh and converting them to corner oh yeah yeah sure you want, always want size at corner well it's not going to come from corner film in high school right it's right it's going to come from somewhere else him yeah. playing receiver him playing quarterback uh same thing with offensive linemen you got to look at a you know a guy that's a a big tight end that's a, a blocking tight end maybe he's a little bit limited in the passing game can we right. get him in and put weight on him the right way and and grow him into a tackle, tackle yeah sure uh, so that's the track that happened with danny penner mm-hmm. uh, who's now with the colts fifth round sure. pick for the colts and he's got a you know a good uh, future ahead of him
0: right all right let's uh, let's talk about uh, also building a staff i mean you know, college coaches are gypsies in a lot of ways. I mean, they travel a lot, they move around a lot. Uh, How do you bring that all together to put together a successful staff? And you've done that. I mean, no question.
2: Well, you know, and obviously we're at Ball State. We're a mid-major and and guys have goals. They want to reach the highest level. And so, but I want to help them while Mm -hmm. they're there and they're growing and they're learning. Uh, You want to help put uh, you know the tools in place for them to be successful and if they're looking for a big 10 job or trying to advance their career I encourage I don't I don't hold guys back I want sure. them to be if they think that's what's best for them and their families I'm all for it but yeah. we just try to identify young ones that mm-hmm. uh, have the right kind of makeup and qualities and then we, we try to grow them we promoted a right. lot of guys from within that started as GAs mm-hmm. uh, and then they grew and and, and they've kind of uh, progressed uh, to you know position coaches and now coordinators and so uh, just trying to to keep that going. And I think, you know, young coaches see that too. They look at Ball State and see that we have a track record of uh, of guys having an opportunity to grow from within and promote from within.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, as far as it goes to dealing with um, high school coaches and that kind of thing, I mean, obviously you need to, to do that because that's usually the first Person you talk to, I mean, is that correct or no question? Yeah.
2: Obviously, it all starts with the high school coaches and having a great relationship. And for us to be able to be here mm-hmm. uh, and to be included in this uh, IFCA clinic and have a chance to present Ball State, have a chance for our coaches to present Ball State, I, I want to make sure the coaches know how much we value the work they've done because we got almost fifty percent of our roster from the state of Indiana. Really? Yeah, that's and great. I want to make sure that I want to make sure the coaches know we we appreciate and value the job they've done raising the, the young men and sure. you know, helping them develop because it's impressive to watch them come in now right. and some of the practice habits some of these mm-hmm. young guys have that are from the state of Indiana yeah, and yeah. how well coached they are. Right. Uh, that's a credit uh, to, to everybody that right. that's involved and the coaches in the state of Indiana um, doing, you know, having a clinic like this to help them grow and develop and get mm-hmm. better and there's something you can always borrow from somebody else to, sure. have to become a better coach.
0: Yeah. Would you say, and I, I mean, I just want your opinion on this, though, Um, Over the years, as you've watched, I, I, I think myself personally that across the board, Indiana high school football has definitely taken giant strides forward. In a lot of ways. It's
2: been amazing, and yeah. I'm not just saying that to make anybody feel good, sure, but when sure. I came here uh, to Ball State six years ago, mm-hmm. I, I moved here from New Orleans. Since so right. 13 years, I had a chance to watch high school football mm-hmm. in New Orleans, and oh, mm-hmm. by the way, Drew Brees and, and Luke McCown, who were in the quarterback room every day, right. they're both from Texas, Yeah, right. all you're hearing about is Texas high school football, sure. so it's Louisiana high school football, Texas, and Florida. Florida and like, yeah. I got back up here, and I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Indian high school football is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Just the whole combination you might have some guys down there that can run unbelievable sure when you put the, the 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 guys that are here with the the discipline with the structure with the skill development it's impressive mm-hmm. uh what the the product and the players that indiana high school football coaches are turning out
0: mm-hmm. absolutely um well uh coach um i i really we appreciate you spending some time with us coach uber you got any questions i mean you guys know each other from the past uh Give me a little insight on Coach Huber here, or maybe vice versa, or yeah, both be of you. be
3: here. careful. Be <laughs> careful well,
2: I was fortunate just to be able to, to, to follow Coach Huber from afar when he was at Ball State doing mm-hmm. his thing. Obviously, I wasn't around much uh, because I didn't live close by, but right. always had a ton of respect, and some sure. people that I've had a chance to cross paths with in my life can't say enough good things about Coach Huber and the impact he's made in their life and their mm-hmm. coaching career uh, and just, you know, everything about him. So uh, I know I never had a chance to work. Uh, day in, day out with them or play for him, but certainly uh, very fond of uh, of the young men that he's crossed paths with that I've had a chance to work with and, and coach with.
0: Sure,
3: sure. Well, Bill Lynch uh, was your quarterback coach, right? <laughs> yes. Coach Udell was the head coach when you went to Ball State. And, uh, you know, when you talk to – you can talk to anybody that knows anything about high school football in the state of Indiana or college football, and they'll never say a bad word about Bill Lynch.
0: Right. Right.
3: Okay. I mean, you know, that's it's amazing. It's amazing. And out, out here, for instance, you know. Sure. Uh, of course, his son, Kevin, is your offensive coordinator. Uh, Colin Johnson, the offensive line coach, uh, had great coaching in college, I might add. <laughs> that's correct. Uh, that's a joke, <laughs> uh, tongue-in-cheek. But, you right. know, I coached uh, Colin. And Colin, I'll tell you, is, uh, you know, he was an average defensive end. Okay, at start, and then he we moved him to center, and he became a really, really good center. Mm -hmm. Uh, Excellent long snap, uh, you know the the shotgun snap. And I can remember one time he had a uh, he broke his hand in a ball game. Okay, he was a right-handed snapper, and he broke his hand and uh, never missed a game. He came back the next week and was. Snapping with his left hand. Oh man, okay, which is uh, pretty remarkable. A, yeah, it yeah. really is. And uh, but he's just uh, you know that's that's the kind of people and and I don't know a lot about some of your coaches, but I know a lot about those two guys because I've known Kevin Lynch since he was you know a foot high. Right, so, right. So anyway, um, we're happy that uh, Mike came back. It's always nice that a Ball State guy is yeah. coaching a Ball State football team. team. Sure. Um you know, for years, uh, we were always in people's ear over there. Uh, you know, let's let's go, let's go, let's go. Because right. uh, there's been some really good football teams at Ball State along the way. Coach Ray Louthon, I'm sure you were aware of Coach Ray Louthon mm-hmm. um, when they got in the Mid-American Conference and then, uh, you know, all the way up through to Brady when, uh, you know, when they were sure. champions. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Mike, we're happy that you're here. We're excited about your success. And, um, you know. We hope you're here.
2: Yeah. Well, It's what? great to be here, and, and I'm glad you verified that story about Colin Johnson because he told that story. And I'm like, wait a minute, you didn't just teach yourself all, all of a sudden to snap. You taught him to snap no. uh, left-handed, well, but I'm yeah. glad you
3: verified that story. Yeah, it's a true story. Yeah. 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 One yeah.
0: thing I wanted to hit before you go, Coach, if uh, just a couple more minutes here, uh, and I was listening to you speak to the coaches in there and stuff, and one thing that impressed me, and, and I think successful coaches do this, paying attention to the details. Like, for instance, the story you're telling about keeping the locker room clean and keeping and then you showed a picture of the locker room you could eat off your locker room floor I mean you know and I think that kind of detail is so I mean I mean maybe maybe you want to talk a little bit about that across the board not just in keeping the locker room clean but how much that many different things apply to the little things that you do.
2: Well the last three years uh, is when I would say at Ball State we have been where we could compete with anybody in the league. Mm -hmm, It's a one-possession conference. Mac West is a dogfight week in, week out. The little things have to be in order Mm -hmm. because that carries over to the field in the third quarter, fourth quarter. When we won the championship in 2020 – -hmm. All the details were right. Right. The details slipped a little bit this past year. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so the details have to be at a premium, and it starts with that. And if that can get right and then it trickles and matriculates to everything else in your program, then you got a great chance. That's Mm -hmm. buy in, that's pride, that's just being bought into the details. Because you got to know without question in the third, fourth quarter, if you're a player, I can count on him. And I don't even have to ask. Right, right. You can count on him sure. because of what you've seen out of his actions, his buy-in to what we're asking him to do. Uh, that's important. And Absolutely. That's something that uh, that's meant a lot to me. I know that uh, you know the locker room. I don't. Our, our our custodian at the stadium should not have to clean our locker room. Right, right. That's, that's on a, us. It's just great. No that's... toilet paper picked up off the ground. None of that stuff. Right. And you put your stuff in the trash, and and it, that that takes care yeah, of, a lot of things. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I know I work with Coach Bark Curtis at Warsaw there, and. Bart's this is his fourth year in there, and that's one thing, I mean, when we go into a visiting locker room, he goes, we will leave this locker room better than what we came into it as, and it just is one of those examples, and Bart's that kind of guy, Ted was that kind of guy, as I worked under both those coaches, that just, they paid attention to those kind of details, and as you pointed out there, it really does pay off, it does. no question.
2: So no, no question.
0: Coach, thanks for being with us here and spending some time with us there. We wish you the best of luck. You're doing a phenomenal job at uh, Ball State. We'd love to see the The Indiana teams do and be successful like that. And, uh, you know, it's a pleasure to be able to, as uh, high school coaches and stuff, to send kids into programs like the one you have at Ball State. So thank you for being with us. Well, thank
2: you. And they're going to be taken care of just like all of our guys. And all the coaches, especially the Indiana high school coaches, are always welcome at Ball State anytime, Mm -hmm. practice, during season, out of season, always welcome, whatever we can do to help.
0: Very good. Okay. Well, Coach Mike New, uh, head coach at Ball State University, uh, thanks for being with us, and we'll be back with more of the podcast right after this.
1: Big Cap Promotions is a promotional and fundraising distributor of well over 100,000 products. Everything from megaphones to stadium cushions, player posters, we can give you a quote on any promotional or fundraising item you can think of. Koozies, mini footballs, helmet and locker stickers, Big Cap Promotions has got you covered. So, the next time you need or are considering a promotional or a fundraising product, give me the Big Cat a call and we will give you a quote from a number of vendors so you can shop and compare. Big Cat Promotions, 574 551 5916. That's 574 551 5916. Call today. Big Cat Promotions is a proud sponsor of the official podcast.
0: And there you have it, everybody. A great interview with a great coach, Coach Mike New, the head coach of the Ball State Cardinals. And uh, Coach gave us a lot of interesting insight. And uh, just, uh, you know, as we continue this series of talking to the coaches, last week we talked to uh, Coach Brom from Purdue and now Coach New from Ball State. Uh, These guys have got such great insight and such good people knowing that you're going to send your kid if they go to those schools to great programs and they're not only going to be good football players – but they're going to be good people. And we got more examples of that coming up next week. We'll be talking to the head coach of Indiana University, Coach Tom Allen, and we'll also be talking to Coach Kurt Mallory from Indiana State University. Again, two examples of outstanding coaches that run outstanding programs, so you don't want to miss those. So we enjoy everyone tuning in. We like all your comments about what's going on here. So keep it up and keep listening, and everyone have a fantastic week.